Oh. <laughs> How the hell are you? <laughs> How the hell are you? <laughs> I have, I, so Gracie and I today went and did a little photo shoot for some content. um, At the good old local Barnes and Noble. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And you, like the, one of the shots we wanted to get was like, like a stepping out of the car. And I was, (laughs) I was very glad that well, not, I don't know. It like, I think I didn't know if we would use my car or your car. And I have this really bad habit of like in the mornings, which like I try to keep my car clean, but I feel like, you know, how everyone yeah. is like, I, I don't keep always, my car very clean. I just always honest. like go through phases where like my car is spotless and like, there's nothing in my car, but like what needs to be in there. And then of course, like I'll clear out my closet and then have a bunch of stuff that I'm going to donate and it sits in the back of my car (laughs) for months and anyways so I like go through phases between that but I have this really bad habit of like eating a banana on my way to work (laughs) and then I just like not where I thought this was going (laughs) well and then I just like toss the peel on the floor (laughs) the floor yeah like just like by my feet (laughs) This is criminal. I know. It's that is so, a criminal offense. It's so bad. And normally, like, it's like, not- <laughs> no, no, at least throw that in like the door pocket or something. Oh, no, I feel like that's worse because then it gets all like mushy down in the, in the, I don't know. Anyways, oh. so I, I, I just like <laughs> toss it on the ground. And normally it's not that bad because like I really don't eat a banana that often, but lately, like within the last few weeks i've been eating banana every every morning and so i have like literally i have a banana every morning and so i don't know how many banana peels were on the floor (laughs) but it was quite a bit and again it's normally wishing we would have done your card so open the door (laughs) because i cleaned it out i I cleaned it out before before i left because i didn't want you to judge my banana peels but it did like my car smells like banana peels now. So not great. Honestly, you know what? I'm kind of glad that you do this because the more that I get to know you, the more that I notice that you are very clean and I I am a very messy person. (laughs) I choose my battles. Like I am, like I have a touch of OCD and I am very like, it's more just like I need to like have, I don't know. Everything has a place more so. And also, too, I just get paranoid because, like, we have a big hairy dog and he has a lot of fur and he tracks mm-hmm. in a lot of mud. So then I just get paranoid that people are going to walk in and be like, oh, you have a dog, <laughs> which, like, should be this, fine because we do have a dog. But yeah, this anyways. makes me, this makes me so feel I hope, better. Yeah, I, hope that, I hope that makes it you does. feel better because it's yeah, disgusting. I'm a messy person. It's disgusting. I need to stop. But again, I mean, I, I pick and choose like some there's every once in a while there will be one thing that i let just like go just let and go yeah wow it's, it's it's disgusting but hey i mean thank you, you better, thank so. you for sharing yeah thank you for sharing this this does make me feel better <laughs> wow anyway i would never i yeah. would never have guessed that about you at all Wow. Well, thank you. Um, I'm glad to, glad to impress, glad to surprise you. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways. Okay. Well, 
Hello and welcome to She Made Me Read It, where we talk about all things books and who made us read them. That's Gracie. And that's Lydia. And today we'll be talking about the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Moss. You guessed it. Up next is Crescent Mm -hmm. City. Um, Third Sarah J. Moss week in a row. Yes. Yes. It's incredible. Incredible. Gearing up for the Crescent City 3 release. (gasps) Yes. Which what day it's it's monday so by this week tomorrow we will have crescent city three which is super exciting and of course we will be doing an episode on crescent city three so be on the lookout for that um and then of course i'm just i literally i just blacked out a little bit because i was so excited about (laughs) crescent city three i know (laughs) it's my mind pretty wild Pretty wild. I'm very excited. Um, but yeah, uh, again, keeping on theme with our last couple of Sarah J. Moss episodes, first half of, half of this episode will be completely spoiler free. If you haven't read the books, it'll be a good part of the episode for you to listen to. And then the second half of the book will be spoilers, um, which, of course, we will warn you before we get to that point. So yes. just keep an eye out, ear out for that. Um, but yeah. So very exciting. Yes, I I am. I am excited to talk about Crescent City because I, well, I feel like I said that about all Sarah J. Moss books. I really yes. liked it, but I do feel like I really, really liked Crescent City. And then I went and took to like social media after I finished it and people uh-huh. kind of have, it's probably, you know, probably one of her least favorite series just right. as as like a um, collective opinion um and i do i do agree that i feel like i like there's some books i like more than that but i feel like i mm-hmm. loved it when the first time i read it and then i took that i went to social media and i was like wait what <laughs> i was like wait I know. people yeah. have mixed feelings about this well and you know i can't decide if it's like the because it's the book itself or if it's literally which i mean akatar is unfinished as well but Akatar, i feel like we have obviously a little bit more closure in some aspects mm-hmm. because again like i mentioned in the Akatar episode books one through three were supposed to be the only books so we kind of got that closure after book three and then we continued on throughout the series so right. i feel like obviously crescent city is the least established of her series thermal glass is completely finished for mm-hmm. as far as we know so I can't tell if it's because people just truly don't like the style of Crescent City or if they it's just kind of like, well, it's not finished. So, right. you know, we might we just might not know how good it's going to mm-hmm. be until we get there. So I, I agree. Know. I feel like there's a lot unknown. I will say and I know that we've both said this on separate occasions that the, it is kind of like a lot packed into two books. So yeah, I feel like some people sure. just get overwhelmed with overwhelmed. that too because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So first question, Gracie, who made you read Crescent City? Honestly, myself. <laughs> <laughs> me. <laughs> me. Um, I'm the problem. It's me. No, I, I guess I was thinking about this. I think really just we can just owe it to Sarah J. Moss herself because I finished yeah. Akatar and I read Crescent City immediately after I read Akatar. So as we know, my fiance recommended Akatar to me. And then I guess I um my friend Claire, I guess, could also be 
contrib- or con- contributed to my choice to read it, but she just kind of, she had read Crescent City and she had said, oh yeah, I think you would like it. And I was like, mm, okay, twist my arm. I'll go ahead and read it. And I dove, <laughs> right, <laughs> I dove right in. But I definitely, after I finished Akatar, I was like, I need to read another Sarah J. Mass book. So I just chose Crescent City and then I, you know, I yeah. just, Claire happened to have read it as well. So I asked her if she thought I would like it and she said yes. And it was amazing. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Who made you read Crescent City? Well, I don't know. You, I don't know if you remember, but you made me read. Oh my gosh! Crescent City. <laughs> I did. Wow, this is so exciting. Uh, yeah, because I literally went up to you. I remember very clearly. I went up to you at work or like when, whatever. We were just chatting, and I yeah. was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to read Crescent City. I was like, I've just heard mixed reviews. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Whatever. <laughs> and like, they're they're big books. Like they're very they're very like said, they're there's huge. a lot of information and they're very long. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, yeah, I just I don't think I'm going to read them. Like, don't know if it's worth it. And then you were like, no, you have yeah. to read them. You have I can. To read them. Which, I vaguely remember this conversation, but I could definitely see myself being like. Absolutely not. Yeah. Who need to read this series? Yeah. I very clearly remember because then I went and I, and I picked up the first book, but, um, I, so that's my probably biggest advice. Anyone else out there who has read Akatar and Throne of Glass or just one of the two and you're like on fence about Crescent City. No, you definitely have to read them because yes, it's imperative. Like you just, you just have to. So it really is. Uh yeah, but yeah, you made me wow. read it. So. I can't, I can't believe Very that. I, spe- I truly I, forgot that I recommended that to you. No, yeah, you did. I think this is the first episode where you've recommended my book. I, think. I know. It. It's I think wild. it is. I That's think wild. it is. Wow, how special for so, me. <laughs> yeah, so special for you. Uh, okay, and I do want to be clear. There are two books. Um, the third one is releasing next Tuesday, the thirtieth, January thirtieth. Um, the first book, it's technically the Crescent City series, but the first book is called House of Earth and Blood. And then the second book is called House of Sky and Breath. Um, so we might refer to them by their names or we might just say Crescent City 1 and Crescent City 2 just because it's a little bit easier to yes. clarify. Um, okay, so... I also do want to mention too, um, I'll make another announcement at the end of the episode, but we are going to release a bonus episode (gasps) with all of our Mossverse theories all in one episode. So that way, if you have read all three of the series and you want a little deep dive on our favorite theories around the whole universe of Mossverse, the Mossverse, Mossverse, yes, then you can listen to that episode um, whenever it's released. Again, it'll be a bonus episode. So just be on the lookout for when that is a little surprise treat. Yes. Um, And we Um, we have really been planning this series episode for quite some time. Like from the very beginning, like the conception of the podcast, we were like, okay, we We have to kind of like, we we even kind of, I think planned like our launch date, like, Mm-hmm. in preparation yes. to make sure that we would have enough like grounding to record this release episode of Crescent City 3. You so, are so right. You are yeah. so right. We definitely planned around this. So yeah. definitely look out for our theories episode. We've been waiting for it. We're excited and it's yes. going to be amazing. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start off with a synopsis of the book. Um, we start with 
our female main character, Bryce Quinlan, who seemingly has the perfect life, working all day and partying all night. And all of that is going great until a demon murders a group of people and shakes the very foundation of the city that Bryce's and Bryce's world comes crashing down. When the accused is behind bars, but the crimes start up again, Bryce finds herself in the heart of the investigation and is ready to do what is needed to avenge their deaths. And this is where we meet Hunt Athelar, who is a notorious fallen angel enslaved to the very archangels that he once attempted to overthrow. His brutal skills and strength have been used for only one task, which is to assassinate his boss's enemies. But now, with a murdering demon in his city, he is offered an irresistible deal, which is to help Bryce find the murderer and his freedom will be in reach. So as they dig deeper, Bryce and Hunt discover a dark power that threatens to overthrow everything and everyone that they hold close. And during all this, of course, they find in each other a burning passion. Yes, so, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. That is a little synopsis for you of Crescent City One, which is House of Earth and Blood. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So... What are your overall overall thoughts when you read this oh, book? I so I read this book a cu- or this these two books a couple of years ago. So it has been a minute since I've read it, which I did do, you know, some research and preparation mm-hmm. for this episode and wow, I forgot a lot <laughs> that happens. Well, there and there I, is a lot yes, that's covered. It's so, so there's so much packed in there. Um I think when I first read it, I um like the fur and I again, this is I think a very common opinion. The first like 100 pages, there are the world building is it's like kind of like throwing up on you. <laughs> it's just like so much force of, of world building yes. that yes. you just kind of have to like keep going. And yeah, you know, well, and I did want to, um, I wrote this down so that I made sure to remember to say it because I really, really was not going to read this book. And one of the reasons mm-hmm. was because I heard about the world building. It was like brutal to get through, but your advice that I am going to say to all of you listeners, because this like really helped me. You told me literally like, don't even pay attention. Like try not mm-hmm. to even make sense of the world building, like just like read it and move on and yes. you'll be fine. <laughs> That's what I did. So I just like, I just tried to like kind of read it and take as much in as I could, but like tried not to like make it make sense. Like I just kind of kept reading. So yeah. That's my like biggest advice. That that worked well just because they introduce like character after character after character. And then they're also trying to introduce this whole world. It's also a modern world, which is different yes, than which is Akatar. Very different. Very um, di- different from both of the other yeah, two series that Sarah J. Moss has, has written. So that's one thing to know if you don't know going into it. It is a mm-hmm. modern world that they live in, yes. which is, and- yeah. So different. Which I ended up really, I really liked the modern world after I got into it. But sometimes when you start a modern fantasy, you're like, oh, they have cell phones. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just a little different. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit different. Um, so yeah, I feel like the first hundred pages or so, the world building was crazy. Um, I just kept going. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep going. And then there are, um, there is like 
some things that keep you hooked in the beginning as well. So I really didn't have that much trouble getting into it. But I think it is because I just like immediately picked up on the fact that the world building, I knew I was just not going to retain any of it. So I just kept going. Yes. Um, and it was fine for me. But overall, so that was like my first impression, I guess, I guess I should say, but my overall thoughts and feelings about this book, these, I keep, I keep thinking about Crescent City one, this series, I guess it, I just, I really truthfully, I loved the first book. It had the mystery element, you know, it has a little bit of romance. It has fantasy. It really kind of had everything in it and it was a lot, but I really did. And I loved the ending of the of the first one. Loved it. Actually, I loved the ending of the second one too. Well, no spoilers, yeah. just saying I loved it. Um, and I, I do have some, like, I don't think it's like my favorite one of her series only because there is so much packed into the book. So, but again, like you said, it's unfinished. So I really could, um, once the other books are released, it could become one of my favorites easily. But, um, and the only thing, my only negative, well, not probably not my only negative comment, but my biggest negative comment with the second book was there's a lot of point of views. And there's one character that I really didn't care for his point of view. And I was like, I don't want to read about you at all. Yeah. So that was like my only, my only like really negative comment, I think about just like this, the both books as a whole. But I think that, yeah, overall, I really did enjoy the read. The I liked the first one better than I, the first one as a, like a book, like a, as a journey, I liked better than the second one. Um, but both the endings are just super kick-ass and really awesome. And I think that this series yeah. has a lot of potential to Agreed. keep going. Yeah, definitely. What are your thoughts and feelings? Are they similar to mine? Different? S- similar in a way. Um, I still, I like, I, I did really like this series. I still rated it five out of five. I will, yeah, I agree. Like at this point in time, it's definitely not my favorite series from Sarah J. Moss, but it, again, has the potential and it also is unfinished. So I'm also not really giving my true, like, I'm not saying like, oh, I hate it. It's my least favorite one out of all of our series by any means, because it is unfinished. So you just never know. But That's so fair. far, it's definitely, you know, it's still very good. I still gave it five out of five, but out of mm-hmm. all three of the series, not my favorite, but um, I still really liked it. Uh, anyways, I agree. So I was intimidated to read it because of the reviews um, and people saying it wasn't their favorite from Sarah J. Moss. So that like already had me going into it just a little bit nervous about it. But again, I really liked it. And honestly, I I think I liked the second one more than the first really? one. Yeah. So that's where we do differ there. I really liked the first one, but I also mm-hmm. here's my only major qualm with the first one. Like you said, the ending was kick-ass and great. And like, it, I mean, just like picture a fantasy book. This is not a spoiler, but like picture a fantasy book. You know that there's usually like this big scene mm-hmm. at the end that is like what it all leads up to. Right. So there's like a big scene at the end. And for some reason, I don't know if it was because <laughs> like it, I, I don't know why it was, but I just <laughs> kind of felt like it was so. Like it was a little cheesy because it was Mm. like this big, it was like these big, like emotional moments. And I just didn't feel as connected to the moments, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like didn't feel connected to Bryce, 
because I did. I really liked her character, but I just didn't feel connected enough to like the cause maybe to where I was like, oh, that was beautiful. And that like, it didn't like make me cry or anything or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, so do I just felt like it was like, maybe a little cheesy or something. I do feel like it is a little bit difficult to get connected to the cause in this series, especially the first book. Like, yeah, off the because bat, you're kind of like confused the whole time. You're like, wait, what's really, right. like, what's the real plot? Like what's going right. on? Because you're kind of trying to, because Bryce as a character is just trying to like uncover information the whole book so i feel like i was yeah. kind of focused on other things and then yeah so then like the plot just shifts a lot i feel like right and and like we've said like there's a lot of information that gets thrown mm-hmm. at you in this one like it's it's jam packed like usually the first book in the series at least for sarah j moss is like the thinnest book which who knows her third book in this one you know like she could just keep building and building until we're well over a thousand pages but like the first book i wouldn't be al- mad about is that. already no and i'm not saying i'm mad about it but mm-hmm. the first book is already you know over 800 pages which is it's, fine it's a hefty hefty but book. it's a lot of information for like the first in the series yes. so i feel like because of that we're just given a lot of information and i don't know um so i i still again loved them five out of five but definitely you know i don't know didn't feel quite as connected as like i would have wanted to Mm -hmm. by the end of the book so um was there a particular reason that you liked the second one more than the first that's not like just kind of like an overall reason i'm gonna leave it i'm gonna try to make it simple so it's not a major spoiler but I feel like probably like the romance aspect, mm-hmm. we got more of that. And like, not just with our main characters, like I feel like other, other people, right. you know, were thrown in oh. the mix and yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's because of that, um, I still like, I loved the mystery aspect in the first book. Like I mm-hmm. thought that was great, but I think the second one, I just felt like maybe it was yes. because I felt more connected to everyone in the second book, but I do I think know. that they do that, Sarah, that they, Sarah, that Sarah <laughs> does a, um, a better job in the second one doing more, uh, like other people outside of Bryce's like character development. So maybe that was something right. as well. Definitely. Definitely. So I also do want to say that I really liked Bryce's character. Like I felt, I felt like she was really too. different. She's very different from like, any of the other characters I think that Sarah J Moss has written, which mm-hmm. I want to get into that in the spoiler episode spoilers part, but um, mm-hmm. I do feel like she's just a slightly different than like her normal character. And maybe that's because it's like modern day times, but yeah. Um, I, I really vibe with Bryce a lot, but I think that some people didn't really like her as a female yeah, character, which is, I mean, that's fine, but I but yeah, wasn't, I don't, I don't I know. Liked I, really her. I thought she her. was great. <laughs> yeah. I, I really liked her. So mm-hmm. that's just my opinion, but yeah, overall loved, loved the books. Um, obviously very excited for the next one. Um, I am as well counting down the days. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't read the series now is a great time because Mm -hmm. the second one does end in kind of like a big moment a big cliffhanger and so if you read it now then the third book will be out you know by the time Mm -hmm. you finish and you'll have it right there at your fingertips so definitely a good time to pick it up if i'm in a predicament because i did reread akatar because uh that like i said akatar was the first one i read so i wanted to reread that just you know 
refresh. To, to, yeah, to yeah. freshen up. And then I was like, oh, you know, I'll reread Akatar and then I'll reread Crescent City and then Crescent City 3 will come out. Well, I've waited too long. And I feel like we we both have like bitten <laughs> off we've both bitten off more than we could yes. chew, I think, lately because yeah, our reading schedules are just like they're crazy. Jam packed. <laughs> I was um I had scheduled myself to have both Crescent City books reread by the time we were recording this podcast, and I have zero percent of either of them read <laughs> reread. Um but I and was that, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. it's okay. I did I did do my homework. I like, you know, read up and refreshed my memory. Uh, with online sources. But when I was doing that, I was like, ah, I really, I really want to yeah. reread these. So I have decided that after we get off recording, I will be trying to speed read, speed read nice. Crescent City in a week. <laughs> yes. Good luck. Well, I'm yeah, we'll see. for you. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's, that's my, those are my thoughts. Um, I do recommend it, especially if you've read the other two series, especially if you've mm-hmm. read Akshar, I think you'll really like these two. Um, and if you're a little bit intimidated about it, just pick it up and then take Gracie's advice that she gave me and just try not to pay too much attention to the yeah. world building and just let it all go good on that. So you, your mind will catch the things that are most yes, important. The, so. Yeah. The important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Yes. Okay. Well, are we ready for spoilers? Let's do it. Okay. Let's so if it. you have not read Crescent City, one or two house of earth and blood house of sky and breath get out of here uh, see you later read read them and come back mm-hmm. because we will be now talking about spoilers so yes. goodbye okay okay can i start yes please <laughs> because because i think i know because, what you're gonna say <laughs> because she did it again she has done it again she has done it again I, I cannot, like, I'm pounding my fist on my table right now because like, I, I, I was shocked. I was not expecting this. I had no idea going into, like, I, like, like you said, I, I knew that there were murders about town. I knew that someone got murdered and that Bryce was like close to the investigation or whatever. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. No idea. And it's like right off the bat. And you're like, wait, right what? Off the bat, within like what? 50 pages or something? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. I was so shooketh. Shocked. I, I was not expecting it, which like, again, as we know, like Sarah J. Moss loves to do this, but like, I didn't, I did, I figured that Connor was not in game because yeah. like, unfortunately, he, yeah, unfortunately we like, I didn't think that because he was literally the first guy we meet, like did not assume that he was going to, you know, be in game. So I was like, this is sad. I was like, I know that she's not going to end up with him, but like, I, I did, I was liking his character. I was like, I know she doesn't end up with him, but I'm liking him. So like, I hope that whatever happens, like mm-hmm. it's not, you know, doesn't end on bad terms. Yeah, I had, he's I such did a sweet not, character. such a sweet character. I did for the life of me had no thought that he was going to die. Okay. Mm-hmm brutally no thought <laughs> brutally and brutally like that like again she does these brutal deaths where and it's, it's like, like uh, where so the, emotional the main, too yes and the female main character literally finds them sees the body like oh yeah cut that... up in pieces i can't i can't yes. i can't like so her, again her best friend again. her, her best friend like her kind of lifelong love like yeah what what anyways i was not expecting it i'm i was very upset and 
I don't know what it was because again, it happens right off the bat. So we like meet these characters in the first 50 pages and then they, they are murdered. So you would think like, oh, that means like you're not going to be quite as attached to them as characters, whatever. Wrong. But wrong. And again, like, like, I, I, I don't know why, like, cause we've had other books where like we are with a character for like a whole book and then right. they die and it's and you're like, like, no big deal. Well, 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 no big deal. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's no big deal, but also like some, like I'm thinking of a specific book and character, but like, I don't want to say it because it's a spoiler, but you probably know who I'm talking about. And Mm -hmm. I was devastated by that one. We were with the character for the whole book and then like, bam, they die. And so devastated by that. But, and so I don't know what it was about this one because we, again, were only with them for 50 pages and then they die. And I was, I was just, I don't know if it was because the shock of it all, I don't know what it was, but like, I was very, very upset. I very definitely, upset. I definitely cried. Like I, I was so shocked. I was so just, I it, was distraught. It distraught. was not, I mean, yeah. It's it the whole, like the whole fact that like they just decided, like she was like, mm-hmm. okay, like fine. Like I will go out with you. Like, cause I do, you know, like deep down love you. And then it was just yeah. like, I think he jokes just, on you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You won't actually go out on a date, but, um, oh, so I, sad. So sad. I feel like part of the reason that it was so heart wrenching is because you really feel like Connor's loyalty to yes. her. Yes. Like you really feel it. You really see it. And you're like, like from the, from the first page, you're like, yes, like they should go out. Like, even if he's not in game, like I, we love, we love Connor. We love Bryce. Like they should do it. So that I feel like added to just the heart, the heartbreak. And then also on top of that, her like best friend, and you can immediately tell that they are just like inseparable. They are just like, and I feel like I was just really excited to read about them as best friends. Like I was like, oh, like, yes, like they're best friends. It's going to be so fun to read about them, like in their dynamic for the whole book. And then I was robbed. Yeah. Robbed. I, again, can't believe she, she did it again. Can't believe it. I'll say it. I'll say it again. She better watch back. Cause the first mm-hmm. question I'm going to ask her is how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you Sarah Demos for real? <sighs> Anyways. So this though leads me to my thoughts on Bryce's relationship with Connor's brother, Ethan. Mm. I Which, was for the longest time I pronounced Ethan and then I spoke it out loud and I was like, that's not correct. <laughs> Which, hey, maybe it is. Who knows? Who, who knows? I but seriously I, doubt I say it. Ethan. I know, I'm pretty, I am like 99% sure it's Ethan. But you know, when you that's say good. like something in your head and you're like, oh, it's this and like kind of. Oh, like, yeah. No, I read, said, I like, read stuff very differently yes. than I say it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's reminding us me of if you guys listen to our Throne of Glass episode, my fiance called Chol. Chol. <laughs> It's similar to that. Uh, anyways, good stuff. But yes, Ethan. Um, yeah, Ethan. I was very upset with like obviously how their relationship fell apart like after the the murders. I was upset and how with he that. was like yeah how he was so mean to her. Mm-hmm. Which like I mean I couldn't imagine like okay yeah like your brother dies and then you see it. and it was more so the fact that I was just I w- I really felt for Bryce in the moment because like all of those text messages were released I, I couldn't believe that like I mean wow. keep it raw when she's down my exactly. goodness I was like man that really sucks that, like, yeah it, it truthfully 
that was that honestly was heartbreaking in itself too because her whole yes. private life was just blasted to the town and actually i can't remember how did those even leak like how did they i even don't know get, get i don't out? think that they i don't i can't remember how they clarified that but mm. it was just that they leaked so well anyways them should yeah pay for that because that yeah. was brutal so I was upset by all of that and upset with like how Ethan treated her. But mm-hmm. I will say though, after the fact, like in book two, when we get to meet him and get to know him better, I did really start to like his character in the second book. Like I'm starting to like him. I can look past like everything that he did in the first book. I mean, he does things to like redeem himself. So that helps. But, um, I I really started to like him. But one thing I was very confused on was that he had feelings for Bryce and that like he was like really good friends with her too. Because like in the beginning of Crescent City 1, I was like, maybe it was again because we meet all these characters, but I was just like confused. I I guess I didn't realize that like Ethan was the like person that she like you know, like, because she, she mentions it, but, like, that she banters back and forth with him in text messages mm-hmm. and stuff, and, like, they have this great friendship or whatever. And so I guess yeah. I just didn't really, like, put two and two together, and then Ethan kind of pops up more in the second book, and, like, we find out that he's had feelings for her and, like, mm-hmm. was jealous of his brother and this and that, whatever. I don't know. So I was surprised by that. I was not expecting that at all. And I, I truly feel like I just don't really know if that particular detail was needed for. I yeah. feel like because I'm like and maybe it just, and maybe it'll make sense like for maybe. some reason in in one of the other books after this. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was like, it was that needed because it just like made me feel it made his character even more sad for me because it was like yeah. I don't know. And so, I really, I really we'll see wanted, what happens with that. Like which they do, but I really wanted like a, their friendship to be rekindled, which they end up, you know, obviously. Like right. they they become friends again, but not like they were. But I feel like it just right. makes it so much harder for them to be friends again because of that detail. But I'm right. like, oh, I don't know. It just it made yeah. it harder to digest knowing that information. I, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about. I'm going to say it now. The what yes. who I was talking about earlier that I didn't like their chapters. Oh yeah, is yeah, Therian. I really just don't care for him. I I don't mind him as a character, but. Yeah, there. I didn't feel as connected to him as all the others, and I did feel like when we were reading about him in his chapters, I was just like, so, "Yeah, boring." And it's like, why? He just I he just he, hasn't had that moment for me. Yeah, yet. he feels very selfish, and I feel mm-hmm. like the, every time you got to his chapters, it was all about like, wait, like <sighs> him, him, him. And I'm like, I really don't care about you though. Like, I want, yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. I want, and I, I just didn't, I just didn't have any care. to. Read I about also him. feel like his story is confusing because it's like the, the, his like river queen or whoever he's As, under like the daughter of the, Oh, well, the daughter, I was thinking like of the daughter. that whole, yeah, the yeah. daughter. Um, mm-hmm. it's very confusing. Like their relationship confused yes. me. I was like, and this isn't the, making at any the sense. end. Doesn't he like sign his life away to the Viper Queen or something? Yes, yes. And I'm like, okay, homie. Yeah. Like, what? But I will say one good thing to come out of the the house of, or like the river house. I don't the house of many rivers. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, is the little otters. 
Oh that my gosh. Yeah. So cute. Yes. So cute. I love that. Special shout out to them because that is definitely the cutest part of um, yeah. Crescent City. <sighs> yeah. But that's all I really had to say about Therian. Um, it's just yeah, that I, he I was really the one I was talking about. I don't really care for his story mm-hmm. either. I mean, maybe again, we're not finished. So like, yeah, maybe we'll get better. I um, feel like he's got to have some, something more like important to do with him. If right. he was mentioned that often. Right. Um, but I did, I did like Ethan's chapters and I really liked how, um, Ethan was, became like friends with Rune, which, oh, we got to talk about Rune too. Yes. Uh, but I like how they became friends. I well. do too. Um, how he kind of like took him under his wing. Mm-hmm. So that was really nice. Love. Um, okay. Another shock that I had was that Baxian or however, I mean, that's oh, just how yes. I say it was Danica's mate. I was not expecting that. Yes. I was not expecting that. One of the details that I had forgotten until I started researching these books again for the, for this episode. And yeah. 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 I was shocked. I mean, I liked that. I kind of liked it. Like I liked that detail, but Mm -hmm. I was very shocked, very taken back. And it's obvious, like as you're reading, like it's clear that like there's something going on with Baxi and like, he's Mm -hmm. clearly like trying to act like he's on their side and like trying to help them out. So it's kind of like, what are you doing? But I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that to be the reason. So yeah, I was surprised. I kind of like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot too. And I also like the other set of mates that we get to um, discover in CC2. Um, the Hind and Rune. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it confirmed that they're mates? I think so. Well, okay. Like, I definitely got the vibe that, like, that's where they're heading. Like, right? Like, oh. we know that for sure. Like, I don't think it was confirmed, though, that, like, the mating bond oh. clicked into place. So I invented this in my brain. <laughs> Maybe. I, I mean, at least, unless I'm wrong. But it, there's definitely, like, hints of it. There's definitely, like, mm-hmm. like parts where he, like, you know, has that connection to her and like the scent and stuff that he smells is familiar and and maybe i just maybe i don't know if it was confirmed or not wow anyway i i mean in my in my head like that's where it's going like for sure well apparently i just in my head as well (laughs) (laughs) i was so believe it as the truth Yeah, yeah. That's I was honestly, like, it's fact. Like, wait a minute. Like, I was I like, have you, to look this up now. Yeah, look it up because I'm because, I'm unsure. Well, um, I I really just if this is just something <laughs> that I just I I must have just been like fact. Yes. Yeah. Because because you said that and I was like, okay, like Bryson Hunt, duh. But like, I don't think well, there's anyone else. Yeah, them too. But like, I feel yeah. like Bryson Bryson Hunt always kind of knew. But and I am glad. You guys, Sarah J. Mass confirmed that Bryce and Hunt are made. She did confirm. I, I because, have to say that. Out loud. Well, and I understand where all of the people were coming from with the question of like, are they really mates? Because like their their mating scene was just kind of very like, do you want me to call you mate? Yeah, yeah. So th- there wasn't a big moment like we've seen in other fantasy books where it's like this click into place thing Uh um it was just kind of like a topic that was discussed and then it was the case but like i mean the people around them could scent it on them you know whatever and then when they finally like you know the first time yeah um like he's you know like rune explains to her like oh no you're like fae mates so like they do kind of but it's still yeah it's not it's it's not like 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 that click moment 
Right. So I understand why people were questioning it. So Mm -hmm. in a, yeah, if you haven't seen the interview, there's an interview with Sarah J Moss and they do a little Q and a, and they ask like all these questions that the readers have been asking and talking about on the internet. And so they asked Sarah J Moss, are fit or sorry, um, are Bryce and Hunt actually mates? And she's, Mm -hmm. she kind of like, she's very like, um, I think, she is not on social media at all. And if she is, she doesn't really follow a lot of like the fan posts and stuff. I don't think so. She was very shocked by the question. She was like, are people actually wondering this? And she, she's, she's like, like yeah, is this they're thing? mates. <laughs> yeah. She's like, did I just like break the internet by saying that? And it's like, yes, because people truly didn't yeah, think because that they people, were yeah, there actual were some mates. Huge theories out there. Yeah. Um, so about she that. did, she did break a lot of theories with that. So, okay. Um, I am definitely looking this up now and can confirm that I did just jump to conclusions. (laughs) (laughs) Which like, again, that's where my mind is heading. Like I know that they, I like, I could probably say with like 99% certainty that they will be confirmed mates at some point in the future. But (laughs) yeah, like I, and um, on Reddit and on every like fan website, it's like, oh, like they're mates, but we don't, we haven't been confirmed. Like it's not confirmed. So I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Um, I do. Okay. Here, let me backtrack. I do love their dynamic. How about that? I love that yes. they, yes. I love their relationship and their dynamic. I do because too. I, 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 was, I was also very surprised to find that. out who she was. I kept trying to guess really? who she was and I did not guess. So, okay. I had a feeling it was her. So I remember you having a feeling cause you were like, I think it's her. And I was like trying so hard not to make a face when you yeah. told me that. Yeah. I had a feeling it was her. So, um, but I loved their relationship. I loved all of it. Ugh. It was so good. So good. Um, Okay. Another death that we need to talk about, sacrifice, is Lehiba. Is that how we're pronouncing it? Yeah. Yeah, Lehiba? 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 I don't know. Lehiba? I don't know. I don't know. But she... Don't know. That also made me... That also made me I was bawling. Bawling during that scene. Because what Um, does she say? Like, my friends are with me. I have it written down, or at least one section of it. She says, my friends are with me. I will not be afraid, I think is what she says oh, at one point. Yes. But the full line is, I am a descendant of Rantha Drawl, or uh, again, pronunciation, no idea. Mm-hmm. Queen of Embers. She is with me now, and I am not afraid. My friends are behind me, and I will def- defend them. So, and I think that that kind of transforms into my friends are with me. I will not be afraid. Mm-hmm. So anyways, oh. so that scene was incredible. I, really I cried. I, um, you know, and oftentimes I feel like we get a sacrifice death scene mm-hmm. where it's like, that wasn't needed or like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, that didn't really need to happen. Um, but in this, this scene, I actually felt like it was justified. Like I did too. I felt like it was needed. I felt like the way it all portrayed out, like in the conversation that they had beforehand, I feel like it felt very justified. And like, I felt Mm -hmm. at peace with it after it happened, Mm -hmm. which doesn't happen all the time with like sacrifice. And it was, it was definitely one of those moments where like, like it, 
the, the plot, like as much as like, I feel like the, the plot itself, like I really couldn't see a way for them to get out of that without, without something happening. And right. so when she did offer herself up, I was like, it was, um, it just, it, it, like you said, it made sense, but also it was just, it was equally heartbreaking. And also like, I agree with, I feel like afterwards, like it was devastating, but also I was like, yeah. Okay with it. Right. I guess. Right. Um, yeah. You get what I mean, but I, I feel you. That whole scene in general, <sighs> I think about that scene every time I vacuum. I, oh my gosh. <laughs> I, and I truthfully, I <laughs> ate that shit up. I love that scene when she started yes. vacuuming. Yes. I love that scene. I love that scene. But I, I do want to say, I, it's not that I forgot about the vacuum. It's just that like, I feel like I am so desensitized to crazy. Cause I'm also a yes. true crime fanatic. I love mm-hmm. true crime. So I, I like, it's just another day. Time. Yeah. Just another day. She pulls out the vacuum. No like, big deal. Uh-huh. Makes sense. <laughs> no, I did. Ha- like I truly, and it's not even like, I feel like if she was just vacuuming, like I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, girl. But it was the fact that she, like, everyone was watching her at the summit, and she just like so good, like blew an archangel to smithereens, so good, lit him on fire, like dosed him in gasoline, lit him on fire, and then just casually vacuumed him up, like, like no, like, like it was no, no big, big deal. deal. And everyone at the summit was like, uh, <laughs> like, like, what do damn. we do? <laughs> Like anyway, bring out the popcorn. We're just watching this. Like yes. no one, no one interfere. Just watch. Like it was iconic. Like I just, yeah, yeah. I loved it. And Agreed. it also like allowed Bryce to get retribution for her friend, which was yes, which was amazing. nice as well. Yeah, yeah. loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, which speaking of like kind of, I kind of, I mean, she was at the art gallery whenever that happened. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are your thoughts on Jezeba? Like. Because, like, obviously, there's something up there. Like, yes. what's going on? Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea I, what's going on. But clearly, mm-hmm. there's something. Yeah, that's that. my thoughts exactly. I do not know what's going on there, but something is afoot. <laughs> something is yes. happening. Like, what is it? I don't know. So I hope we find out more about her in the next I th- few I books. think that I Jessica, think we will. yeah, I think that she is going to play a large role in something. Yeah. Um, but also just don't know what that is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Don't know what that is. Uh, and then, okay, I have a couple of theories. So I don't know if you have any more um, comments or concerns, um, questions, concerns. <laughs> questions, before. comments, and concerns. <laughs> um, no, I just, I mean, maybe one comment. I just do want to say that a lot of people hate on Bryce and on Hunt, and I love them both. And I just want to put that out into the world. Yes, I really like them. I don't know why people don't like them because I enjoyed them. I liked their story. I liked their romance. Mm-hmm. I, and again, I feel like Bryce is just like very different, but also not from like mm-hmm. other female characters she's written. And I just like that. I think it's refreshing. She's also yeah. a curvy female main character. She She's a curvy. Which I love. You know, I love that. I mm-hmm. love that. So I, yeah, yeah, I loved them. Loved them I did a lot. too. I really, I, I feel like Bryce had like, she was very independent. She was very edgy, but she also, um, 
just, I feel like she was showing every emotion. Like she really, you saw yes. her go through this development journey of getting over, like grieving and her think, best friend and her I other think best still, friend. Right. I think we're still going to see a lot of character development continue to happen yeah. because like we saw a lot in the first two books, but also like, there's still a lot that, that she, like, she just found out that she, or like not found out, but like she just officially became a princess. Like, mm-hmm. There and she's dealing with that. She's like learned, you know, from mistakes through that, like using her her title to like pull yes. stuff and like didn't work out. Like yes. So I think that there's just so much that we're still like gonna go through. And correct me if I'm wrong, because it has been a while since I've read the books, but I feel mm-hmm. like when I was reflecting, I felt like she had gone through all this stuff, but she really it wasn't like this internal sadness monologue it was more of her like kind of just blazing through the the like what life was throwing at her and then you would get these glimpses of her being really sad and kind of working through it and i did Mm -hmm. kind of find that at least in my memory i found that refreshing so i don't know if maybe she was sad and i can't remember it accurately Um, but i just found that her like ability to kind of like push through everything was really nice no i agree and i think all of that is accurate but i think that she also kind of went through like um moments of depression where like Mm -hmm. but i think she pulls pulls through them and i don't know does a good job of like yeah pushing through to what needs to be done so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, love okay so first thing hunt and his kind of you know origin story which Mm. I think Sarah J. Moss has confirmed we will be seeing a lot more of that in the future. Yes. I'm very excited for that because clearly, like, he is, there's something up. Like, he's very clearly, like, uh, I think of some sort of royal descent, some sort of, like, godlike descent. I don't know. I agree. And when I was researching, and, of course, this was, I did not notice this when I first read it. But they go in the beginning of the second book, they go to the to see Juniper dance. And there is. okay, okay, You got it. Okay, go for it. I've got it. I got it. Okay, so I don't have that scene marked down, but I have another one where Bryce refers to seeing that statue or whatever. Yes, because she takes the picture of it and she says, you know, it looks like Hunt or whatever. Well, then she refers to it later on in Crescent City 2, which is House of Sky and Breath. On page 350. Okay. She says, so I I don't know the exact scene that they're in right now, but basically um, I think it's a fighting scene. So Hunt lands beside her her and the earth shudders or whatever. Again, I think like something just happened like at the Reaper scene, maybe. I don't know. Um, okay, so she's looking at him and she says she'd never seen anything of the sort. Hunt was the heart of a storm personified. The lightning around him turned blue, like the hottest part of a flame, which is also mm-hmm. an interesting sentence that we will that is probably an interesting come sentence. back to in our yeah. we'll next have that bonus for later. <laughs> Um And then she goes on to say, an image blasted through her mind. She had seen she had seen this before, carved in stone in the lobby of the CCB. A fey male posed like an avenging god, hammer raised to the sky, a channel for his power. And then Hunt unleashes his lightning. Anyways, so she again, like you said, she sees that statue mm-hmm. of a god. 
in the in the theater and she's like, oh, this looks like Hunt. That's so funny. Takes a picture, laughs about it, whatever. Well, then this scene happens where he like is in fighting mode, powerful, powerful mode. And she's like, this literally like, looks okay, exactly is, like yeah, that. This, this is, is real. <laughs> yeah. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited to learn more about his story because like it is a mystery and he is of, going to be of some royal descent some close descent of something and i'm very excited to see what it is um yes do you also did you note that his name as well yes is Mm -hmm. orion or whatever which uh, people have a lot of theories a lot of people like to look up the meanings of names Mm -hmm. in sarah j moss's books which i don't do very often but orion is supposedly from like some greek greek god story i think i don't know the exact story but um, i do not i don't either but yeah i think that there's there's a specific mythology that sarah j masters does this a lot mythology yeah well and so this specific orion god or whatever mythology story and i don't again i don't know the exact story so don't quote me but basically what people are saying the theories that people are giving with this is that in the story the greek mythology story the Orion, whoever this god is or whatever it is, his lover ends up murdering him. And so people, yeah, people have this theory that... Whoa. Yeah. What? So people have this theory that it's connected, like, because his name is Orion, that Sarah J. Moss is going to have Hunt kill... Or B- Bryce kill Bryce Hunt. Whoa. Which I, I don't know if I believe, and I don't want to believe it, obviously. So, I, okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No, I was just going to say, <laughs> now, this feels, now this feels so silly. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say that I think that, like, what I had heard about his name. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, what I had heard about his name is that I think that the other Asteri. Or a Siri, um, have like similar star names or something. So they were thinking that he maybe has a connection with the Asteria. Yeah. Um, well, and someone, I can't remember who it is. And like, I, I'm sure I marked it, but I didn't write it down. I think someone calls him Lord Orion. And it's oh. like, yeah. So yeah. it just kind of adds, it just adds to the confusion. It's like, yeah. who are um, you? I did not know the details of that um, <laughs> back backstory, I guess, if you will, of yeah. the mythology. Yeah. I really, really hope that Bryce does not kill him because that would be devastating. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Um, <laughs> wow, would not, my, would my not world, like that. No. Um, my world yeah. is kind of shook right now. I'll have to reflect on that. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to look up the theories because there's some videos out there that talk about it. But yes, I'll have okay. to. And then my next theory is that the hind is some sort of daimati or mind reader mm-hmm. of some sort i don't know if she's exactly like rune but she actually I feel like she is of some sort because and i marked down some page pages that okay I'll, yeah say, say, say what you marked down because i have thoughts too okay so this first one that i'm gonna read is from page 338 in crescent city 2 let me find it or sorry 383 not 38 page 383 so this is a scene um, with Rune and the Hind. It, clearly, he doesn't know it's the Hind. Um, and they're in like that mind speaking mm-hmm. place. And he says, no, he said, puzzled as, okay, well, she says, sorry, let me back up. Seeing me like this causes you distress. He says, no, he said, 
puzzled as to how she'd read his emotions when night and stars covered his features. Mm. So that's the first one I have marked down, which isn't like super crazy or anything. And I feel like there's a couple others, but I only found these two. This is going to be on page. The next one is 451 in the same book, Crescent City 2. And this is between Bryce and the hind. The hind's amber eyes gleamed as they met Bryce's, as if she knew every thought in her head. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Those aren't like anything crazy, but I just feel like there. And again, I feel like there were a couple others that I just didn't mark down that were like, like she knew all the thoughts going through my head or like she read yeah. my emotions or this and that. So I don't know if she can read minds like Rune does or like inner in minds like Rune does, but I feel like she has some sort of I had that power thought, but I did not okay. have those specific references. But I was thinking about and this does not this doesn't have like the correct wordage, but it just kind of sparked my like thought about Hmm. <laughs> a little yeah, suspicious. Like, again, as we know, Sarah J. Moss does not say anything by accident. Yeah. Like, so what? Yes. I feel like it has some sort of meaning. But um, it was when the hind, and I think it's the harp, the harpy, um, come yeah. to, and I can't, and I, forgive me, I don't, I can't remember exactly the scene, but it's like Rune and Ethan go, yeah, they're, they're like, at like a bar. Yes. And they like, yeah, I, know, all I know what scene. Yeah. Um, and the Heinz like trying to mess with him, be like, I know you did this, 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 and this. Yes, and it's okay. kind of like her insinuating that, um, like that she just has been keeping tabs on them. But I was like, this is very specific. And like, she was talking about things that Ethan has like thought about, like about Bryce and stuff. And like, I think it, like when you read it, you're like on first glance, you're like, yeah, like she just can like, you know, tell, you know, what he like, like just read that what he like, what he's like as a person, I guess. Yeah. It just felt oddly specific. And I was like, this just feels a little bit, no, okay. I haven't I haven't marked down, I think. Um, because I hadn't marked down for another reason. Oh. Uh, oh, I have the wrong book. That's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, th- where that, is it? That would help if we had the I haven't one. I have that scene marked down for a separate reason, but I know what scene you're talking about because yes, he, that does happen. Like she's very like um saying all these things like i know what you've been mm-hmm. up to so 346 is where we're looking and yeah i mean i'm not going to go through each and every one but um they like decide to play a round of cards or like they say we're going to play a round of cards the hind does Um, well yeah and like the stuff that he like especially with ethan like she calls him out um for having feelings for bryce Mm, okay yeah how would she know that Mm -hmm. um because obviously he doesn't go around like talking about that right like this is the first moment that we have confirmation that Ethan has feelings for Bryce. Yeah. yeah, the Heinz expression filled with cool contempt and he hates himself even more not only for losing his brother for not being there, but because of one, the one traitor's thought he had after learning the news that the path to Bryce Quinlan was now cleared. Did I get that part right? So yeah, she just kind of like has this whole scene where she calls them out for like 
literal yeah literally thoughts like that they've had Mm -hmm. i don't know so anyways interesting so we'll see what happens there i don't know but i really Mm -hmm. hope that the hind and which her name is lydia so i know i know i like that anyways um I hope that we see more of her relationship with Rune because I really like them together and I hope that he forgives her and they can be together because I love them. Yes. And um, (sighs) hopefully we get actual confirmation that they're mates (laughs) soon. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure we will because like that's where it's going for sure. But it is. Okay. So I had this scene marked for a different reason, which we talked about this or like mentioned this in our last episode. So this is like not a spoiler, but it is a connection to the throne of glass series. So again, it, it just probably won't mean anything to you if you haven't read the series, but on page 346, whenever the hind and the harpy come up to Ethan and rune at the bar, the, or the harpy says, hello, princeling to <gasps> rune. Yes. <No>. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, can you believe that? This oh my gosh, so it's in It's in it's all, in all three. three books. Yeah. Shut up. Oh. Yeah. So okay. okay. Crazy. Which I do want to say, okay, last week whenever you said that in our Akatar episode, uh-huh. I was like, wait a minute, like I've had this like I feel like I knew that Nesta said that or whatever. Yeah. But no, I was wrong. I was thinking about that scene in Crescent City 2 wow. where the harpy calls Rune princeling. Good yeah. find. Good catch. I, I guess I should say good catch. Thanks. Thanks. So yes, I read yeah. uh, CC before I read Throne of Glass. And yeah, so you caught, caught it. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't know. Or didn't catch it. Sorry. I didn't catch it. Didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't catch it when, but yeah, I can't believe that I was like basically rereading that scene today and did not even. I know. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, did she catch that too? No. No, definitely uh, did not. Yeah. Crazy. Anyways. So yeah, that, those are all the, the tea, all the folks. theories I have. That's the tea. Those are all the theories I have. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> yeah. Just a whirlwind. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm nervous. I'm excited for the next book. Um, I, think I really have no idea what we're going to get. I, yeah, I, was, I don't have any specific theories to discuss other than what we've already discussed um, in this episode, but I will just say that yeah. I feel like there are a lot of open-ended things in Crescent yes. City. Yes. You guys, for real theories episode, our bonus episode that we are going to release is going to have a lot mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of things um we have a lot of thoughts we have a lot of theories um so definitely be like i said earlier in the episode be on the lookout for that yes. we will be releasing it around the time of C- the crescent city 3 release mm-hmm. so just keep an eye out um so that you can listen to all of those if you are um if you've read all three series and if you're going to read crescent city 3 and just want a little a little series episode to get you mm-hmm. in the mood. So yes. um, we will be talking about a lot then. Yeah. There will be a lot to unpack for sure. And I do I do want to give her a pat on the back to both of us for keeping in strictly Crescent City 3 or <laughs> sorry, Crescent City 1 and 2 business in this episode. Yes. Because actually like there's so much that we could say like we didn't even like talk about the ending, which I don't no. think we should because no. like 
everyone here knows what happens in the end and we're very excited about it but yeah we're very excited about it and we are going to talk about it more in the theories episode because yeah yeah. anyways i think back to us yeah i would have gotten way too carried away if we would have talked about the ending so yeah too much too much so i'm I'm proud of us (laughs) i'm very proud of us um very proud so anyways okay well those are all of our all of our thoughts that's all for today so make sure you guys come back next tuesday for an all-new episode of she made me read it um we will be discussing the crescent city three um book after the release so check that out next tuesday and thank you guys for listening and as always if you have read one of the books that we have talked about today make sure to check out our instagram at she made me read it pod and let us know who made you read it okay bye guys bye